So friend, I want to bet. I want to bet with you. And I know you're going to say, but I thought they said it was a Christian podcast. It is. This is Life and Faith Chats. It's based on the Bible, the number one best-selling book in the world. But I would like to do a bet with you. Why? Because you're my friend or a distant DNA relative. So what is the bet about? God told Adam and Eve that the day they ate the fruit, which wasn't an apple, we need to stop spreading that around and just keeping up that myth. When God told Adam and Eve, when they ate it and they didn't die, I bet they thought somewhere in the back of their lightning fast human mind, I bet they thought, oh, the serpent was right. We didn't really die. Welcome to Life and Faith Chats, where we use the Bible as our base, the Word of God, the number one best-selling book in the world. We have faith chats and life chats. And this friend is a bit of both because I am asking you this Friday to hang with or weekend me as I just talk all kinds of stuff. But hopefully it will be something that inspires and enlightens you. And if nothing else, I pray that it encourages you based on the word of God. Let's get started. I got this puzzle. If you are a subscriber, longtime friend, it's a puzzle that my mother did before she passed, of course. And I've been trying to put it back together. And the thing has been kicking me because I don't know what it is that I'm putting together. I don't have the big picture. Word to you. We don't have the big picture. Um, the frame is together. Again, the Lord framed the world by the, his words. The frame is together, but the picture itself, the patterns and what goes together, I found there are three ladies and then all of a sudden I found out there was an extra lady. I had no idea because I have not seen the big picture. I keep sticking to that. I hope you get the message. None of us know the big picture. I don't have um, the box to refer to. I bet if I Googled it, I could find out something because Google is our friend. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Consider today a part two. And I am going to begin us with scripture. And the scripture I'm reading from, I'm actually taking it from a devotional from Max Lakato called Unshakable Hope. It is amazing. You've probably seen that backwards, but hey, an amazing um, personal study. If it's something that would encourage you to check out, I really like his writings. I wasn't planning on doing that, but this is a scripture from the Bible study, and this is what we will be talking about. So if you want to check, I'm reading from the New International Version, that's NIV, John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. I'm letting that soak because peace only comes from God, from Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit and his word, nothing else. 
you will find that out sooner or later. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble. We could park here. We could end it here. But we're not going to because that's not how Jesus ended it. This is how he ended that truth, that eternal truth. But take heart. Wow. I have overcome the world. And that's where we should end it. The Lord told us just in that verse, you find peace in me, period. You will have trouble in this world, period. I'm adding those periods, but that's that. However, he said, take heart. And that's one of the purposes of my podcast, to encourage us, to encourage us to discover the truth, the eternal truths, life lessons from biblical characters and real people, life lessons that are based or influenced or connected with the truths of the word of God. And then our other sentence is, I have, not me, not you, not the things they tell us, we are overcomers only through Jesus Christ. Now I need to make a bridge connection. My last podcast, a very dear DNA cousin said, you're number 42. My last podcast. I would like to clarify a few things. I don't know if people completely understood and the frame of mind I was in, I don't know if I conveyed it correctly. I said it was inspired by a message that my mother taught years ago um, during a crusade that she had for youth. But I want you to understand that by no means was I thinking that the lessons were just for youth. As far as I am concerned, at this point in my life, youth is anyone who is moving on their own volition, who's thinking with an almost sound mind, because a lot of what we do is questionable, who's seeing well, can take care of themselves, and... Um, can move around, okay? I wasn't talking about teenagers, which is what I was when she preached that passage. And when I was talking about older people, I wasn't talking about people who were 101. The passage that I shared was from Ecclesiastes. And I'm going to be trying to give some clarity to my thinking because I did not want to get too personal. But I do want to share some things as I try to navigate. And what am I navigating through? I'm navigating through life. I'm navigating through losing a mother. Many of my listeners and watchers, I know you've lost people very dear to you. And I know many of you have lost your mom. For me, one mother. So I'm going through that now. I'm navigating through loss. But that's not the purpose of my podcast right now, not today. I was sharing, I said I was doing something with therapy as I dedicated the month of February to lessons that she taught. Right now, I'm here to encourage and exhort you. 
It's Friday. It's something to encourage you in your study of the word. I took down that particular podcast for a couple of days. Why did I do that? Because I was contemplating whether my podcast was making a difference. I also was checking myself. There's a scripture in the Bible that I looked up um, and the book has closed on me and I'm not going to go back and I'm talking about the Bible. <laughs> There's a scripture in the Bible that says, paraphrasing, having done all of this, make sure basically that you are convinced about what you're doing, least yourself be lost. And so I took it down because I'm at the point in my life, you know how you get to different points where I don't want to be fooling around and I miss God. I miss his direction. I miss what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And more so, I'm examining myself critically so that I believe what it is that I'm sharing. Because I've told you several times, I'll come back. I have a lot of head knowledge. I want it to be heart knowledge. And I want it to be where I serve with my hands. As I decided to do this podcast because of three encouragers who didn't know they were, after I shut down the, well, I kind of just had it where it wasn't public. I unlisted it. Um, if you had downloaded it, you heard it. If you hadn't, there was no way to get back to it because I was doing a master control. Okay. Um, that's another little master control. You know, the Lord is in control. But getting back to my trend of thought, I would like to invite you my friends and my distant DNA relatives to take a journey with me where I've decided that I'm going to get radical. I'm going to get radical in my study of the word of God. I want to be radical in the time that I spent in getting to know God in the heart of God. I don't want to miss him. I think during a lot of what has happened in the past two years, that is not just misinformation. I believe that a lot of us as believers, a lot of churches, we've missed with the world watching because we've been missing for a while. I think that more than ever before, we need to examine ourselves and our theology. We need to examine the word of God. You know, is it what God is saying, or is it because of stories, of myths, of beliefs that we've carried for so long, of culture, of our bent, that we've kind of made God and pigeonholed him where he's comfortable and we've lost the fear of God. We've lost the fear of his word. Um, more than ever before, with the things that are happening, it's the unpredictability of life. It was never predictable, but I guess it becomes more real as you become older. And it's also the dangers, the uncertainty, 
And it calls for me and for you, my friend, my dear friend, to know what it is we believe. Because I believe that there's such a spirit of deception that has invaded. And the Bible tells us that that will happen, that we need to be careful. It's like the big rift where you have people who have signs up in their yard, mean, hurtful things. And right next to it is God is love or God loves you. Where we have people when we say, you know, I'm against abortion, but I don't talk to my neighbors. I'm getting kind of deep, aren't I? Um, where we have churches all of one race and we never cross the street. Is this really from God? When I shared last week, it was from Ecclesiastes. Um, inspiration shared by Solomon, who had done exactly at that point in his life what God asked him not to do, mingled with a whole bunch of women who had turned his heart against God. And at this point, he didn't know the peace of God. He kept saying vanity of vanity, all is vanity. That's still true, but he didn't have the hope. Solomon was stuck on the part about the trouble. He didn't have the part or the knowing where the Lord Jesus Christ said, but I have overcome the world. He didn't know that yet. He didn't know about the peace. I'm talking about a revelation of things that happen as things unfold, as we mature and get older, all of us. I left out the part that even though those things happen, that when the Lord warns us, as he warned Solomon not to go after a whole, not to go after women who were not believers, who were not at that point in his life, who didn't know the God of his people, because he, God told him, they would take your heart away from me. And at that point, Solomon's heart had been taken away. He was frustrated. He had tried everything. He didn't have the peace that Jesus talked about that's found only in him. So when I shared that scripture from Ecclesiastes 12, the Bible is telling us about trouble coming. But when God warns because of his amazing love, he warns not to frighten us. It took me a long time to realize that. He warns us to prepare. And with the different things happening in life, with the different conflicts, I was actually looking up how many conflicts there are in the world. We're hearing constantly right now about the Ukraine. Terrible, terrible disaster as people are being driven from their homes, families are breaking up, women and children are having to start a life that they don't even know about. As this conflict is happening, there's so many other conflicts happening around the world. That's not necessarily making the news, you know, it, they're, they're, not, they're not making the news. Um, we know about the conflict in Afghanistan, there are terrorist insurgencies in Algeria, Burkina Faso, the Cameroon, in Chad. There's a civil war in Colombia. There's a civil war in Ethiopia. 
There's insurgencies in several countries, Iraq, civil war in Libya, civil war in Mali, drug war still happening in Mexico, civil war in Myanmar, um, ethnic violence in Southern Sudan. Because we're comfortable, we're warm, we're fed, we have toilet paper. It's hard to empathize. We feel sorry for a while and we move on. When the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes 12 that consider the Lord in your youth, the fleeting thing that I talked about, because trouble is coming for all of us. We need to consider him. My title from the last message was and seek him diligently while he can be found. Because I come back to remind myself and to remind you, it is difficult when you're in pain, when you're being forced from your home, when you have a major loss in your life, when you're going through a debilitating disease, when you lose your sight or your hearing, or divorce, or a child has um, done something to disappoint you, or your car breaks down and they give you a price and you're like, dag, give me a horse and a buggy. When these things happen, it's very difficult because the devil is there who lied, father of lies, and said, you shall not surely die. He is there squeezing you because his role is to kill, steal, and destroy and to get you to forget that our only peace comes from God, to get you to forget that the Lord God shared through his son, be of good cheer. Trouble is coming. I am with you. I have overcome. To get you to forget, even when you experience death, that it is not the end that he has an eternity plan for us where he wipes away all tears from our eyes. But when we're going through, walking through the valley, walking through these things, difficult to remember. So I'm, I'm here this weekend to exhort you and to remind you that besides youth being fleeting, everything we deal with is temporary. That's hard to realize when you're going through something. For example, I'm in a lot of pain right now. I don't know what happened to my hip. I was minding my own business. I'm walking, trying to be healthy, trying to take care of the keeper, not the keepers of the house, the strong man that bows my legs, my knees specifically. And all of a sudden I can't walk up steps, a lot of pain. But God is with me. And his word says that I am the healed of the Lord. I don't know that or experience that if I don't spend time to apply the word of God to those challenges that he said was coming. When he said prepare, our example is Jesus Christ. Radical who would rise up early, who would spend time. I just realized the Bible says that he would cry out when he was praying because he knew it was rough down here. He was setting an example for us. Friend, what's the title? Let's get radical together as we go through this. 
let's get radical and serious because we're in perilous times. You already know this. We're in troubled times. Will things get better? The Bible says that it will be like birth pains. But that means that they will wear off a little bit and then they get stronger. So as we prepare, as we go through these times, let's agree to hold each other accountable and get radical about seeking God, reminding one another. Going back to the scripture, this book closed on me, y'all. It closed on me. It's trying to stop me from being great. But let me go back to how I started. John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble. Jesus said it, guarantee, period. But take heart. I have overcome the world. And then he gave us another scripture that I would like to leave us with because it's so good where the Lord reminds us that the battle is the Lord's. Please be encouraged. Be encouraged this weekend, your upcoming week. And please join me to be and get radical about seeking God so that we have an anchor during the troubled times, whenever they come. We've got somewhere to hide and someone to believe in who's there with us. Friend, thank you for joining me again on Life and Faith Chats. Pray for me. I do pray for you. Maybe I've never told you that. Um, I look forward to seeing you next Friday. I'm going to push through by the grace of God. I look forward to seeing you. And thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me on Friday. Or on your weekend. Peace.